welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of July 29th, 2018. This is episode 15. Disney Marvels, the podcast about Disney, Marvels, the parks, Cruise Line, Fox, and so much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Now, on with the news. Incredible 2 has become the seventh animated film to cross the $1 billion mark at the global box office. It is the fifth animated and 18th ever billion dollar release, uh, joining Black Panther and the Avengers as Disney's third release to reach the 1 billion milestone this year. Congratulations to The Incredibles. If you haven't seen Incredibles 2 yet, obviously, it's worth going to see. Speaking of which, also if you haven't seen it, you can pre-order it now on uh, Blu-ray and DVD through a lot of the retailers. Um, Target and Walmart have exclusive copies. 20th Century Fox has uh, and the Walt Disney Company both announced that the shareholder, the stockholder meeting on the 27th of July for Fox went rather well for Disney. Um, the, uh, the merger that Disney has proposed has been agreed upon. Um, so the agreed upon assets will now become part of Disney as the separate uh, companies will be spun off into a new Fox. So it will now be 21st Century Disney. Well, that's not the actual name, I'm just saying that. Disney announced its next steps to commitment to the environment stewardship. By 2019, the company will eliminate single-use plastic straws and plastic stirrers to, um, to all owned and operated locations across the globe, amounting to a reduction of more than 175 million straws and 13 million, million stirrers annually. Disney also shares additional plans to reduce plastic waste across its businesses over the next few years by transitioning to refillable in-room amenities in Disney's hotels on the cruise ships, um, reducing the number of plastic shopping bags in its parks and on Disney Cruise Lines by completing its work to eliminate polyurethane cups, polystyrene cups, across all the global owned and operated businesses. In addition to its long-term effort to reduce single-use plastic, the company will continue to recycle and uh, responsibly dispose of single-use waste that cannot be eliminated. This goes along just like how the Disney stores themselves now do not have plastic bags. They have the reusable bags that if you don't have one you have to purchase or uh, bring your own. So, no more straws. Star Wars Episode Nine starts filming this week, or had has already started filming this week. Sadly, with the passing of Carrie Fisher last year, the studio has received permission from her daughter to use unreleased film from The Force Awakens for Princess Leia's parts. So we will not have to worry about missing out on 
Princess Leia in the upcoming what is deemed the final episode of the Skywalker tales. In the rumors, James Gunn may be coming back. Yes, you heard me correctly. Variety has gotten hold of a letter written and signed by the full cast backing uh, their support to the now former director of the Guardians of the Galaxy series, Bob Iger, who is the only one who can make this executive decision on whether to allow Gunn to come back to continue his work, is currently on vacation after, relatively uh, speaking, sealing the Fox deal. And supposedly, like I said, he will have the final say. No one else wants to touch the matter. So we shall see what happens from there. We'll definitely keep a close eye on that one. Now, on with the show. businesses there are two major ways to grow organically with your own brands ideas and labor and continue to foster them nurture them and grow them in hopes that you make some a little bit or potentially a lot of money the other way is through acquisition buying up or being bought up by other companies between Eisner and Iger, mostly Iger, we have seen Disney grow from its little studios, mostly in California, to adding companies like Capital Cities, ABC, Pixar, Muppets, Marvel, Lucas, and now Fox. All now part of the Disney brand. This is no small feat. And Disney is no stranger to what happens when one company comes in and wants to buy another. Look what they almost went through, um, what happened to Disney in the 80s. They were almost acquired by, there was a number of potential buyers out there who wanted to come in and gobble up the company that was at that time quite desperate and really hurting. Fortunately, we know how that plays that had played out so far the companies that Walt and, and Roy started in the early 1920s. They're about to where they are now. And talking about how the likes of Homer J. Simpson, Stewie, John McCain, Deadpool, are now shaking hands and getting their paycheck signed by one Mickey Mouse. I'm going to put a little footnote here in this. Uh, I'm going to put two footnotes. One, bear with me. I, I, I'm a little under the weather at the moment between allergies or cold or something. <clears throat> but the more important footnote is um, as much the Fox shareholders have agreed to this uh, buyout, the U.S. government has agreed to allow this merger to happen. But this is not completely done yet. 
there are a few hurdles left for them to jump over. There are still 15 other regulators around the globe that have to approve the merger, one of which is China. Is it likely they will kill the deal? No, I don't think so. But you never know. Until the ink is dry on that paper saying it's okay, it's not completely done yet. So the celebration may still be a little premature. But, you know, when you think about it, Fox's, was it Fox's share in China? The earning from China is only about 2% of their earnings. I wouldn't worry too much about it. <clears throat> but you never know. You never know. What's going on in the world today? <laughs> but anyway, bringing it back to the more happier end of it, barring any setbacks, what does this all mean for Disney? What is Disney getting out of this deal? Is it just, well, we want, we want more. We need more. We're going to take more. Something was for sale and we're buying it up. Not exactly. Very interesting because it, it it started by the chance meeting with Murdoch and Iger, and the details at the moment are a little fuzzy to me. But it wasn't an initial plan of Murdoch to sell off this huge chunk of his company, and Iger kind of nurtured the idea. Murdoch kind of okay let's see if I do sell off this chunk of the company I could acquire Sky from in the in the UK which is more that's kind of where I want to take my company now Iger says hey this stuff I want more for my company I have these plans and projects so more library is what I need and that's really the focal point here now, isn't it? It's the library. It's not necessary, oh, well, we're going to get uh, Big Sky Animation, who, who's doing some fantastic work, or we are getting one of the oldest and longest-running cartoon series in the history of the world. No, it is... Well, let, let's talk about it. What what were they getting from Fox? Well, we get the entire movie library, including all the Marvel properties, Hello X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Mr. Pool are all now coming home, in a manner of speaking. They're getting the Die Hard series, the Alien series, the Alien vs. Predator series, Predator, Home Alone, Independence Day. Home Alone's going to be fantastic if it's under the... Now under the family coupling because, well, let's renegotiate the rights for Freeform to be able to show it on the 25 Days of Christmas. You now have three, uh, four movies, far five, but three decent movies on uh, to be able to air. Well, two decent movies, really, right? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin was only in the first two. So, yeah, you got the two, you can have Home Alone, Home Alone 2 now on Freeform for the 25 Days of Christmas, so that just gives you something additional to run for multiple 
or 25 days before and during Christmas. You also get the plan of the apes. And personally, I think that you could, there's great reason that could get uh, brought right into the animal kingdom. Moving along though, you got Independence Day, Titanic, one that I'm sure Disney's really thrilled about if they're talking about, you know, James Gunn not being appropriate, the full Monty. But you also get Ice Age. I mean, very beloved characters, one of the more higher grossing animated series out there currently. I'm sure they're jumping out that one they're definitely jumping out the bit. And oh yes, Avatar. Yeah. The small little part of the animal kingdom is dedicated to that now. And having James Cameron now kind of under Disney's wing uh, with a number of his, his projects, I, I, you know, how does this, that part not make sense to be now part of your company? You no longer have to pay out for licensing for that section of the animal kingdom. That now become all that money comes right home. On top of that, they get back the original six Star Wars. The original six Star Wars movies are finally coming home. And what that means is, well, they'll probably still put the 20th, you know, 20th Century Fox little banner in front, but that is now, you can put a Disney banner in front of that because it is technically a Disney property. Um, but you, we're before the distribution rights, so Disney still had to go through Fox to be able to do anything with the, those original movies. They no longer have to do that. These are Disney's movies now again. So Disney now has complete control of Star Wars, where before they had a weird shaped control of Star Wars. It wasn't the complete circle. It was three-tenths of a circle. So What really though, what does this all mean? That okay, you got all these movies. Well, let's think about it. Really in the end, it is gravy for Disney. Because Disney wants to work on this streaming service. Disney is coming out with this streaming service that's gonna come out in twenty nineteen. I mean there's already glimpses, glimmers of it around the world. At some point twenty nineteen is coming home to America. So, I was thinking, okay, diverging at the moment, this also gives them a majority hold on Hulu. I personally wonder how is this going to play out in the long run? I mean, between the two, you got, so they're going to have a majority hold on Hulu. They have this other streaming service that they've been building up separately. Will they just kind of merge it together? Will they kind of push out everybody else who who has Hulu? Or are they going to go and say, okay, we're going in on this. You can pay us to be part of this, this streaming service. And now you have everything that Disney owns, plus some of the CBS and um, NBC part of Hulu. I think they, I think so. Um, yeah, NBC's got a, a small share in there. So that that's gonna that's gonna throw an interesting um, caveat into uh, 
this, this streaming service that's going to come out next year. So again, something we're going to have to keep an eye on. But also, on a different angle, and this actually is not a benefit, but they will have more mouse to feed when it comes to movie release dates. Um, and what does, you know, okay, so what do you think about this? All right, Fox was producing the X-Men movie so they can release them whenever they want. Now that gets tied into the Marvel situation. All right, so now Marvel's God's Master Plan is going to have to reshuffle about, okay, when this movie comes out, when that movie comes out. What are we going to do with the X-Men? Are we rebooting it? Are we just playing along and just going to nicely integrate it in there? When they do that, how often will you be able to put out an X-Men movie? You know, before it was about every two years we were getting a new movie. This isn't going to be the case anymore because now you're going to be competing, you're going to be producing X-Men movies, even going along with the three movies a year for Marvel. You're going to have to keep the Avengers story going. You know, whatever they're doing with that after uh, Avengers 4. Um, which, I didn't even put this in the rumors. I suppose his name is going to be Endgame. But, um, besides the point. So, you're going to have to do that. You have the Spider-Man stuff that you have going on. You have Doctor Strange coming out with the second one in the next couple of years. Black Panther 2. Guardians 3, we know, is already in production at, to some extent. Which is kind of currently on hold until the whole James Gunn thing gets worked out or whatever director they decide to bring in which they're, they're not currently looking at one um Ant-Man there's going to be an Ant-Man 3 Captain Marvel mm, I am going to tell you 90% sure that there will be a Captain Marvel 2 at some point on top of that new Fantastic Four you're going to have a Fantastic Four somehow worked into the fold of that I mean, is it wonderful that all this is coming together in the MCU? Yes. Does it make it that much more complicated for us, the fans, to be able to get more content at a faster pace? Yes. But it's not... I'm not just talking about Marvel here, though. Because, okay, Disney can do so many releases in a year before it starts competing with itself. Hence, Solo. Is this... Is it... Did Solo fail because of the movie that it was, or the movies it followed and it was against? I'm going with the latter on that. It's not because of the movie it was, because you talk to most people who actually saw the movie, and not people who saw the trailers and started bashing the movie, but the people who actually saw it, for the most part, actually enjoyed the movie. Not saying it's a great movie, but it's an enjoyable movie. One of the main reasons why Solo did not fly as well as it did is because it followed up Infinity War. Infinity War was still grabbing money hand over fist at that point. Well, if people are going to see Infinity Wars, they're not going to see Solo. Even though there was enough of a time span in between it traditionally and moving Avengers up an additional two weeks to one avoid pirating and, and leaks but two to give that a little more time spans 
I'm sure Disney, um, Disney did not expect that kind of turnout. So whenever Infinity War started pulling in that kind of money, it was going, oh boy, what do we have coming out next? Solo. All right, so Solo's not necessarily going to drag in what we were hoping. And it didn't. And that's kind of going to be a problem going forward now that, you know, you got the, the Fox Studios, Fox Searchlight, all everything that falls under that umbrella that's going to be wanting, okay, well, we have this movie coming out. We want to do this. Okay, so we got to have the Avatar movies. Well, with the Avatar movies coming out, that means somebody else's movie gets pushed back, does not get produced, or goes direct to video or something. Um, or gets an unfavorable airing, you know, an unfavorable date. So that's where the complication comes in, because James Cameron's going to go, okay, here's my movie. You now have Lucas going, okay, here's our movies. You have Marvel going, here's our movies. Pixar comes in there, here's our movies. Disney Animation goes, okay, here's our movies. Disney Movies, well, Disney Movies um, comes in and say, okay, well, here's our movies. Where are all those movies going throughout the year so that you don't, you start, don't, you're not tripping over yourselves? I mean, think about it, just this summer release alone. So after Solo, you had Incredibles 2 that came out in June. You gave that a little space. July, you got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Gave that a little space. August, you have Christopher Robin. That is kind of a normal flow. You take out any time from that, though, and Incredibles 2 is taking money away from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ant-Man the Wasp will take away money from Christopher Robin. This is why you need space, and this is where Disney's going to be tripping over itself because you're not giving yourself as much space, or you have too many chefs in the kitchen trying to, you know, impress themselves and trying to put out their their works. Unfortunately, that some of those people may want to go elsewhere to get their stuff produced. Besides that, I think Disney's going to have some wonderful IP to work with here. But moving on from the movies, let's talk about the TV shows. I mean, the recently canceled ABC show, now revived by Fox, Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, now instead of being a Fox-produced show, is now a Disney or ABC-produced show on Fox kind of the other way around from where it was before, where's a Fox-produced show airing on ABC. How is that going to play out? Ooh. As a Last Man Standing fan, I hope Disney doesn't go, hey, well, we canceled you once, now we're just going to kill you all together. Um, and I don't think so, because if they're going to make money off of it through Fox, they'll just they'll let it run, let Fox pay for it, and we'll produce it. But just as a note, Fox is, they're not getting the Fox Network or Fox News or Fox Sports Network uh, in this deal. Those are actually going to be part of the new Fox company. But what else are they getting? Modern Family, which is an ABC show, which is a highly watched and award-winning show for ABC, but produced by Fox, will now 
be all together and part of the Disney family. So Disney now will be completely getting all the accolades from that. Speechless is another one. Empire X-Files is now going to be a Disney show. Awesome. I am that I'm thrilled about that one. The Gifted, which is an X-Men TV show. The Americans, which is a very interesting spy show. Um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's kind of a strange one. This is Us. NBC's Comcast Universals. Um, big tentpole show that draws in 90% of their ratings, or whatever the amount is, will now be Disney's produced show. So where Comcast was trying to pull this away from them, Comcast is now paying... <laughs> they're actually now paying Disney a lot of money besides having to pay for the all the Marvel characters that they've licensed in their Universal Parks. They will now pay, have to be paying for This Is Us on TV. Oh yes, Simpsons. That's another TV show that Disney now owns, which to me, The Simpsons being part of the Disney family blows my mind. Um, but you have The Simpsons rides at the Universal Studios. They now have to pay Disney for that one now, too. Something tells me that Universal is going to be restructuring their parks really soon. I'm going to see a lot more Harry Potter down there. Family Guy. Now that's another one that blows my mind that's now going to be part of the Disney family. Bob's Burgers, American Dad, King of the Hill. That's just to name a few. But sorry, all you Power Ranger fans were thinking, okay, well, you know, they got through Fox before, they got rid of them back to Fox well, Fox did have them for a bit but I believe actually Hasbro beat Disney to reacquiring the rights to the Power Rangers so they are now in family with the Transformers and G.I. Joe not with uh, Mickey Mouse and the Simpsons but besides the current produced TV shows you have the whole back catalog of older shows as well. 24, which is a hugely popular show. 24 Legacy, which was not as hugely popular of a show. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Angel. Hill Street Blues. The Shield. Glee. Uh, Firefly. Mary Tyler Moore. And one of my personal favorites, MASH. MASH is going to be now a Disney property. God, I wish they would put that into the parks. That would be awesome. that would be fantastic. Um, so many more. Um, and the TV channels that were that were going to be joining their group. You've got the National Geographic Channel, which think of all the the Disney nature produced movies and uh, films. You got the True Life Adventures. Well, that's now all going to have a natural home besides putting up trying to put it on the Disney Channel or ABC or something like that or Freeform which to be honest they don't exactly work on there you got the stars rights but you have to pay star you know the, the whole thing um was bearing it on someone else's channel now you guys air it on your own channel on the Nat Geo channel get rid of some of those reality shows and put on Nature shows on a National Geographic should have nature shows, in my opinion. And come on, you already have such a huge catalog of stuff that you can put on there. Do it. Sorry. 
Um, so, okay, you got that. You got FX. You got FXX. You have Star and Animals, Shine Group, and so many others of the, the different television and stuff that will be on there. Now, here's the tricky part. On the sports side, <clears throat> for a few days they will have the Yes Network, Sky Sports, Star Sports, Fox Deportes, and all the Fox Regionals, like uh, Fox Chicago and all those other ones. The U.S. government has already declared and jumped in and said, nope, Disney have to, has to sell this off in a very short time period because otherwise it will be a unfair monopoly and raise up prices and it will not be good for the viewers. So Disney will have to quickly unload it. Now what's the exact language behind this um, referendum that the government is putting on Disney. I don't know if it's 100% of the channels. Is it a majority of the channels? Um, some people are speculating that Universal will try and grab them up, but if Disney is not allowed to acquire them because of ESPN, which is what ESPN, ESPN News, ESPN 2, ESPN 3, what else I think that's about it <clears throat> um on ESPN classic ESPN and the, the college stuff Universal is just as guilty with uh NBCSN Golf Channel NFL Network uh Olympic Channel and uh several other in there as well so they have a, a fair amount of stocked up channels as well so you really <clears throat> who's gonna get these we don't know um, is it possible Fox may buy it back from them we shall see but if they sold them off in the first place my guess is probably not because mm, they didn't want them initially why are they gonna want them again <clears throat> so this is kind of what's going on in a nutshell like I said, it's not 100% yet, but they're definitely acting like it is. And so that means they probably have a good feeling that those small remaining groups are not going to be holding them back. What property are you most excited about that is now coming to the Disney family? What is it individual IP, channel, um, part of the what part of Fox are you happy are you happy that they got the Marvel comics you know, the X-Men and the the Deadpools and Fantastic Four are now coming back to to Disney are you you thrilled that you know all these TV shows that the Simpsons will now be part of Disney tell me what are you most excited about of this Fox X acquisition sit down come to the Facebook group it's facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Let me know. Put it on there. Again, the Facebook group is facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or shout it out on the Twitter. That's at Disney Marvel's. Don't forget the S at the end. One more time. Twitter is at Disney Marvel's. 
let me know what you're most excited about what what you think is going to come you think this is a brilliant idea and um i know there's a bunch of ips on there that i did not mention especially some of the classic movies that fox was able to get a hold of um tell me put it out there to let everybody know that hey Disney now also has this in their catalog, among so many other wonderful things. I mean, imagine if they still had the great movie ride in the Hollywood studios in Florida, and they still had and they had all these IPs. That that would be an amazing attraction. Like you already had the aliens in there, Indiana Jones. Think how many properties that were shown in there are now part of the Disney umbrella. If you also, or if you don't want to sound out on the, the social, you could email the show. Email the show at DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. One more time, the email address is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a show, you could also send it out through the email. Thank you very much for your time, everybody. I, I'm sorry I went on for so long, so much longer than usual, but I know some people have been actually asking for longer shows, so here you go. And uh, this is going to be fantastic. I think this is a wonderful thing. Um, and we'll have to keep track of it. Again, thank you very much for listening. I know your time is precious. There's always so many hours in a day. And I appreciate that you've, you're taking some of your time in listening to me and being part of this. And, um, you know, keep telling people out there, you know, hey, check out that Disney Marvel's podcast. Make sure while you're at it, while you're telling them about it, you know, share it out there, share it on the social. Hey, I'm listening to Disney Marvels right now. Check it out. He's going, he's ranting on about Fox. Um, or, you know, just tell them word of mouth. Hey, did you listen to this week's Disney Marvels podcast? Share it out there. And that's how this will keep growing as a, as a family, as a community. You know, we, we all share so much in common. In mo it begins with a mouse with Disney and it just keeps going from there I very much appreciate everything that you guys you know do and you know, be part of this show um, I just ask one more thing if you can go on to iTunes or whatever way you listen to this and rate the show as well besides sharing it please rate it because the more ratings that the show gets the more iTunes and all the other ones will recognize it as, hey, this is a legitimate show. And more people will get to notice it and more people get to see it and just, again, makes the family that much bigger. And a bigger family is a happier family in this case because it is Disney. So more is better. Um, and while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the show. So when a new episode comes out, because I can't always get out at the beginning of the week, usually it's the middle uh, this week I was on vacation, so that's why it's coming out so late. It's, um, you'll know when they, they arrive and you can download them then. Or through your smart speaker, go, hey Alexa, play the Disney Marvel podcast. And she will. Again, thank you so much for everything. And I, I do appreciate it. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, I know I'm ranting on about this, but um, it just makes me feel good this little idea of mine and you're being a part of it so I want to end this week's show with a quote like I usually do from the man himself Mr. Walt Disney 
It has to do with business, more so money. And the quote is, I'd say it's been my biggest problem all my life. It's money. It takes a lot of money to make these dreams come true. Sadly, that is true. A lot, and we know that. We're seeing the price tag that Disney had to put on Fox. Uh, Walt probably would be amazed that he actually, this company that he started again in the 1920s has, now has that much money to acquire all these other businesses and keep growing. Well, again, I hope everyone's in good health, doing well. I hope you're having a fantastic, amazing week, and I'll see you next time.